Philadelphia Phillies survived the tropical storm weekend, sweep the Mets, and we've got lots to talk about today. Plenty of storylines from the weekend, from home runs and just how the hitting was phenomenal at Citizens Bank Park for four games straight to sweep the Mets, to the, the bullpen from Orion Kinkering all the way through. We've got so much to talk about today on PHLY Phillies podcast. I'm Renee Washington, joined by Jamie Lynch. Excited that we have, despite the rainy, gloomy weekend, plenty of sunshine that we're feeling because the Phillies are looking like they're in postseason form. We're going to get into the magic number. We're going to break it all down. But Jamie, Amy, happy Monday, happy Victory Monday at that. Yeah, that was uh, that was awesome. Uh, I'm shocked they got all the games in. Uh, didn't didn't see that one coming. I would have laid money on the heavy favorite there of uh, some postponement of games this weekend. But it was just, uh, you know, I'm not giving the weather people a hard time, but a little over uh, overhyped to us. You know, I was here in two to that. Two to four inches, and it was just like a steady rain, which was really good for the sod I laid last week. Excited about that. <laughs> I had some new grass growth out there. Uh, but, yeah, I'm shocked they got all the games in, and, and good thing they did because they kicked their ass, and they did it in a variety of forms, uh, whether it was a blown save and 10th inning heroics, and we'll recap the weekend here, uh, you know, clutch hits, uh, home runs. They did it, you know, good pitching performances. They did it in a variety of ways, which is really nice to see. And now, Renee, our magic number is one, but most importantly, it's two to lock in games at Citizens Bank Park in that wild card round. So you have a week to do it, and you have some bad opponents to do it against. So it's uh, it's about to be Red October here in Philadelphia. It's finally. Well, it's the last week of September, which is insane. The last full week of the regular season. So we are knocking on the door for Red October. It's here, which is incredible that the Phillies are playing the way they are. It was a great weekend. I love when the Phillies are winning, even with the, the game being changed on Sunday and pushed back to 6.05. Your days are much better. You got to um, enjoy your weekend with, with the fam and everything. I got to unpack my fall decorations and oh. get them out because I'm like, you know what? I'm in such a great mood. It's a rainy day. I'm not going anywhere. We Let had me the bring apple out... cinnamon candle going. So Yeah, you know, okay, there you go. I brought like out that. the pumpkins and everything. I, and I did that's my, my fall decorations. Yeah. You know, that's me. That's fully me but then also uh, as Patrick Glenn is saying meet the Mets greet the Mets always nice to sweep the Mets sweet yeah that was awesome you know that song yeah kind of you might Drop be it like it's hot. Oh, all right. Okay. Yeah. Snoop. Yeah. D-O-double-G. Uh, yeah, that, yes, was, that was nice because not only, you know, all that, but you actually officially eliminated the Mets from the playoffs, too. Oh, so it that much better. Um, it's just, you know, an organization I couldn't um, wish the worst for, you know, <laughs> like I really love their suffering. Uh, I thoroughly enjoy it. I mean, they're such an asshole organization that they celebrated or they practiced celebrating the World Series last year. And, uh, you know, they deserve everything they have coming to them. And, and um, it was just great. It was great. And, and look, ha- welcome in, everybody, um, because it was great. We're all happy. We swept the Mets. Could not have asked for a better four stretch games. We saw, and we'll dive into recapping the weekend in just a moment here, but we saw a lot this past weekend, a lot to be thankful for. It is officially fall. Happy fall, y'all. Thank you, Mickey. Uh, yeah, we, today was the, the calendar. First, first day I was like, ooh, the should cal- I have gotten the pants out? Not yeah, yet. you should. The Not calendar yet. passed September 22nd, and uh, after Earth, Wind, and Fire Day on the 21st, then the 22nd is officially fall. And here we are because... Honestly, at this time of year, to be able to see the the way that the Phillies are playing could not be more incredibly excited. I know Rob Thompson was saying, you know, we, we're playing well. I'm glad we're winning, but we're playing well. And I think that is the key. It's it's a very basic line, but when you really unpack it, it's it's what we're seeing from the Phillies. They're not just winning games. We're seeing different players are stepping up. We're seeing late-game heroics. We're seeing pitching consistency. Still some people with some question marks, but that list is shrinking for the bullpen. And yes, Tyreek, peaking at the perfect time when you look at how the Phillies are playing so they're not just winning games I mean you expect them to beat the Mets but you see how they're beating the Mets and how they're winning against the Braves and how they're winning these games down the stretch and that's what makes it the most exciting to see of how the Phillies are playing so let's let's quickly recap the weekend Jamie starting Friday night um, you know we were we had Thursday's game which was which we had a chance to talk about in a recap on Friday but getting into Friday it, it took a little extra for the Phillies but uh, yeah not what you, <laughs> you didn't love to see that from Craig Kimbrell no. uh, a blown save there uh, but we'll get into Jose Alvarado he's got me feeling and of course the story of the weekend um, but yeah Craig Kimbrell has not had the best second half of a season 
Uh, so he blows it there in the bottom of the ninth. But then uh, this had to be really sweet for Alec Bohm because yes. he's not like the most intimidating hitter in the world, uh, but he certainly is clutch. He led the team with runners in scoring position batting average this year. They walk Bryce Harper to get to him. <laughs> and anytime that gets done, it's such an insult to get that hit and game winning RBI. Um, you know, the, the ghost runner, Trey Turner on second was able to score with a little bloop. Uh, over the first baseman there, and it was pretty cool to see. Uh, you know, you, you disrespect Alec Bohm like that, and he makes you pay. Uh, beautiful way to uh, forget about a blown save there by Kimbrell. Yeah, and honestly, I, I I love how Alec Bohm answered the call there. It is disrespectful. You think, oh, if you're going to walk Bryce, and we're going to assume that, you know, we, Alec is not someone we have to um, – take seriously in that sense and that's the that's not the first time that's happened we saw that happen that's happened before earlier in the season as well so I love that in extra innings Alec Bohm steps up and delivers JT Romuto and Nick Castellanos have to be my two two of my players that I have to highlight if I had to pick like a top five that I'm excited for and happy to see just how they're playing right now it's definitely in those two I mean JT Romuto we talked about in the show before and questioned you know at times down the stretch should even be the one that's at bat because he just hasn't been able to get hits. Well, home or away, it doesn't matter. JT Romuto uh, did a, ph a phenomenal job this weekend, along with Nick Castellanos, just to continue the streak. And the numbers that they're putting up have been great to see. Yeah, JT's, um, I guess, kind of in a way quietly because Castellanos has stolen a lot of the spotlight. You know, Stott with the game-winning yeah. hit last week in Atlanta. JT has quietly worked his way out of this, it appears. It has only been a week, uh, but Nick and JT... Uh, they seem to really be on track here for a potentially strong playoffs. And if you get those guys going in this lineup, I, I know our resident uh, John Blaze Braves fans in the chat <laughs> here, uh, but even John Blaze, you can tough talk it if you want, yeah. but even you know if this Phillies team gets JT going, that's a one through seven and, and frankly one through nine lineup with the way, uh, you know, uh, Rojas and Marsh are at the bottom of the order with that speed on and then Schwarber kind of being the leadoff guy or excuse me the cleanup guy for them uh, it's a potentially really nasty lineup that uh, a ton of pitchers aren't going to want to really you know face here yeah. so JT JT is crucial to this because he kind of ties that you know one through five heart of the order into the mm -hmm. bottom of the order uh, so if JT gets going and Nick can stay on fire here the Phillies are going to be pretty nasty. Yeah, and the last six games for JT, two home runs, seven RBIs. I mean, for, for Nick, the streak that he's on right now has been out of this world when you look at the last seven games with – Five home Siri. runs. I'm sorry. Siri's trying to chime S into the conversation. Siri, Siri we didn't shut ask up. You. We're doing a show. <laughs> Jeez, Siri, how dare you? But in the last seven games for Nick, Casty Clutch, Chef Castellanos, he's cooking. Yeah. Chef cooking. Um, <laughs> he has had five home runs, 11 RBIs in the last seven games. And just the, the way that it's both of them on the defensive side and also when they're at bat have just been able to help round out this this batting lineup um it makes for a great bat matchup when you talk about the Braves and we talked about their top five and the strength of their top five um and just for anybody they face in the postseason that we're like we're able to have that confidence knowing that hey aside from Bryce and Bryson and Kyle we've got a lot of, you know through the the whole order we've yeah. got players yeah absolutely and Kyle Schwarber is another one of those guys and you know we talked about JT just kind of mm -hmm. tying that heart of the order to the bottom of the order well Kyle Schwarber got his 100th RBI on Friday night and the company he joins <laughs> is absolutely freaking incredible I know we talked about it like a week or two ago that he was on the cusp of this uh, mm -hmm. but he becomes only the 13th Major League Baseball player to have 120 walks 100 runs 100 RBI scored and 45 home runs now the list is just it's literally all Hall of Fame players uh, and I've never even thought about Kyle Schwarber in that context um, and that's a conversation for another day. But listen to these names he joined uh, in that elite company. Um, Babe Ruth, you heard of him? You know, I mean, you could literally leave the list at Babe. The, yeah, <laughs> the, the great Bambino. Uh, there was this guy, Barry Bonds. He had a couple good years there. Yeah. Uh, still Barry Bonds, with or without steroids. Greatest baseball player I've ever seen. Uh, Mark McGuire. Uh, he's he's I well loved, known. I was such a huge Mark McGuire Were fan you? growing up. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Lou Gehrig. Chipper Jones, Aaron Judge, who's not a Hall of Famer, but he's on that path. Uh, Harmon Killebrew, Ralph Kiner, Mickey Mantle, Willie McCovey, 
Mike Schmidt, and Jim Tomei. Now, only 13 <laughs> all-time to do it, uh, three of which are Philadelphia Phillies, which is pretty incredible, frankly. So Kyle Schwarber, I still don't understand it at leadoff sometimes, but <laughs> what you're doing is absolutely incredible. I mean, to join that company in the annals of Major League Baseball history, I, whew, I don't know what to say. That's that's unbelievable. Yeah, Kyle Schwarber and that lucky number 13 category of greats um, with the numbers. It's just, it definitely, for all of us that were questioning Schwarber being in the leadoff spot, uh, you proved us You proved us why, to us why you were there. And I'm glad you did, and I'm glad that Kyle Schwarber continues to be able to get, we're giving him the love, Moper. Uh, he's getting the love now because you cannot deny that Kyle Schwarber um, is, is right now on the path of being in that conversation of, of the greats. But uh, a couple things I want to just jump in on the chat here. Moper, I like that you called out the shirt. Andrew also did as well. This is one of our PHLY shirts. Here is in. And I got got the sticker right here. It's not as cool as Renee's shirt. So you can head on over if you want to check out the shirts. For those that are diehards, you actually get a shirt. You can see it on the left there of your screen in the light blue. That's what I'm currently rocking. Um, You can become a diehard, get a free shirt. Very comfy, you said? Yeah, Yeah, it is. Really nice material. Mine's out in my bag. Very nice cottony material. And... um, Definitely a, something that you can do to rock, what you know, all of our shows and all of our gear. And then also, um, I know we've, we've talked a lot about the game, and we jumped right into recapping the game and what happened on the diamond. But we forgot to talk about what happened Friday night. We what, were we, we were wondering if Scott Rowland was going to get any booze with the Wall of Fame induction. Fortunately, we did not. But actually, it looked like what just happened was the people that didn't want to be there or didn't want to support just were not there. Yeah, it was away. a small turnout. The people that were there quietly applauded. There was no need for this roaring standing ovation or anything. But just to be respectful and give Scott Rowland an applause, some cheers, and keep it positive, especially um, as I know, we talked about Friday, we're in such a better place right now. It's like when you move on from an ex, there's no reason to hold a grudge anymore. Like you've already, you've, you've moved on and in a positive way and I won't say upgraded in this situation but the team is upgraded for sure yeah so there's no reason to harp on the past we're we're not psh, this is a whole new team it's a whole new era um so yes happy to see that there were no booze and happy to see that you guys are liking the shirt because again you can check it out and purchase it on our website uh to be able to rock the PHLY shirt. yeah it is good to see I'm I'm of the age where like I still grew up going to games where you know there was fights all over the place cursing all over the place but it, it has shifted in town, uh, you know, these last 10 years, probably since these teams started being successful. Well, that helps. <laughs> Amazing how that kind of goes <laughs> hand in hand. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> funny how that happens. Uh, but there has been a turn and a shift in the Philadelphia sports fan. And, yeah, you'll still get, uh, you know, some, some outrageous characters here and there. Uh, you will at every city across the country. But there has been uh, a shift overall in the mindset of Philly sports fans. And, We're and, not and, and Yeah, it's like no. we have a couple titles. Now the Sixers need to get a title. The Eagles gave us one. Uh, the Flyers are about eight years from being removed from the cup. <laughs> Like, actually, their nameplate is going to be removed, so they might want to think about getting one. Uh, but, Owen, oh, shout out to Bill Matz. Happy birthday to Bill yes. from our Flyers crew. Him and Charlie were on a little bit earlier. Uh, they're at least headed in the right direction. But, you know, winning definitely helps a fan base be less, um, you know. It's a very simple formula. Yeah. When you win, everybody's happier. And, I mean, I'll even take – it's been gross the last days. And I know everybody was – people that were talking about it in the sh- uh, chat were saying how gross the weather's been. I haven't felt how gross the weather's been because I'm happy. The, all of our teams are winning and doing well. Of course, the Eagles play tonight, so we'll, we'll see what happens there. They should win that one also. But our teams are winning. You know, things are happy. It doesn't matter what's going on. But when teams – especially when they're losing and they're frustrating you with like late mistakes, winnable games, comebacks that they're falling short. You are just so angry and you don't want to, you're, you're, you're just grumpy. You're just bitter, grumpy fan. And so that makes it a a lot tougher to be happy about things like a wall of fame induction versus now where we're in such a a more positive space. So yeah, I agree. Winning helps cure a lot of things. Yeah. Not not (laughs) difficult to figure us out. Uh, And like Bryce Harper, I know we're going to talk about him a little bit today. Uh, You know, some people call it pandering. I just call it a superstar figuring this fan base out very quickly. Like, you know, he might pander with some of the fanatic stuff, but I genuinely kind of believe that like he loves it here. He loves what a sports city this Mm -hmm. is. And you saw him out there on Sunday wearing the Eagles socks under his uniform. Like, that type of stuff, just yeah. we, we eat it up. All you have to do is play hard, 
hold yourself accountable and that's that's it. Like, we're not a hard mm-hmm. fan base to figure out at all. Uh, it's been re- misrepresented in the national media forever and ever. Uh, it's exhausting, but it, it, is. Is, it is what it is. And you know what it is? It's because of the... F- quick side note. It's because of the fact that people from the outside looking in... They're jealous. ...are jealous, <laughs> a, but they also don't understand. Like, I won't say... It's not all Philly fans that are out here flipping cars and climbing light posts and things and sitting on bus stops. That's not all Philly fans, and it's... I saw some of that on Broad Street. That it's was, rude to... They were having fun. <laughs> yeah, but it's not all of us. And to sit up and say, like, every Philly sports fan is ridiculous... Don't forget ridiculous. the horse poop guy. I mean, look, horse poop, Santa Claus, you know, we have had our list of bad Santa things. Santa Claus was drunk and sloppy. There was a fan that, that puked on, like, a dad and his 11-year-old yeah, at a game. Mom. Like, I mean, look, we've had our fair share of bad apples, but the whole batch is not bad because of it. We're passionate, and also, we just expect more from our teams like I, we've <laughs> talked about before there are absolutely the fan bases that i feel like they just don't care whether their teams win or lose because they're not true fans <laughs> we actually absolutely do and we're going to be depressed if our team and i can speak from ex- experience i know i'm like this my family's like this the Sixers aren't playing well the eagles aren't playing well the phillies aren't playing well don't talk to any of us because yeah. it's just like it just we we all as one fans and te- and players and coaches we're all one basically so yeah when you win we're not as bitter and we're gonna hold you accountable if you're not winning not playing hard um not doing those little we're things we're not tough to figure out we're and, not and Bryce figured it out like yes. majestically and this Phillies team we've talked about it just how likable they all are so likable um and especially when they're winning yeah <laughs> and just to dive more into the nitty gritty of the weekend before we move on to Saturday uh, shout out to Taiwan Walker not yes. a not a great game but his best in about eight or nine starts um it was interesting because sanchez and we'll get into him on sunday's game he had, he had another gem you know rob thompson in his mind because he made the comment of like yeah christopher's been so good <laughs> you know i'm not afraid to use him in high leverage situations and it's gonna he kind of said for the first time it's gonna be hard to rule him out of even starting a game uh, oh, yeah. Sanchez has been that good. Maybe Taiwan Walker, you know, noticed that it's slipping away from him, a, a p- possible playoff start here, mm-hmm. because that's who you'd consider Sanchez over as Walker. Uh, so it was good to see, uh, you know, his best start in a while out of Taiwan. Good enough to get the win. Um, so, you know, good job, Taiwan, getting it done. Hopefully, hopefully you've turned a corner a little bit because you were a literal gas can out there for your last eight starts. Well, that's what pressure brings. Um, obviously, for the bullpen specifically, and we have the had a chance to really get into uh, Orion kinkering enough and we'll talk about a lot about Orion in a moment but when you have these changes that are being made bringing in um, Orion bringing in Richard Orion I should say bringing seeing how uh, Sanchez has been playing Ranger working back um, you know it challenges everybody else and that's where you have the choice you're either going to step up or you're not going to step up. And it's very simple. It's postseason time, and we've all been keeping an eye on the bullpen and the rotation and what it's going to look like come Red October. Well, it's almost Red October. We're in the final days, and it's time for everybody. This is when you're, like, the most under the microscope because you're playing – the Mets, you're playing Pittsburgh, you're playing teams that you should be able to beat. You shouldn't be giving up runs and honestly a lot of hits. And you should be able to show us why in a high leverage situation we can count on you. So I think for Taiwan specifically getting the start, we talked about on Friday what we predicted. We just wanted Taiwan to be good. And Taiwan was just good. It wasn't phenomenal. It wasn't this like earth shattering where he had 10 strikeouts. Oh wait, somebody did. Um, Christopher Sanchez. But it was at least enough where we can say good enough it's like a solid C, like an average, maybe a beam performance, but it wasn't it wasn't abysmal where you no, put the Phillies in huge holes. And so he had that been was a, a positive can, takeaway. Yeah. His ERA was up around like eight yeah. over the start. So good to see that. Uh, moving on to Saturday, Bryce Harper, 20th home <laughs> run of the year, kind of sparked that 7-5 win over the Mets. I am going to raise my hand here. I did not think his power was going to return this year after the Tommy John. Uh, I compared it to Shohei Otani when he came back from his mm. Tommy John. He completely lost his power for that year. Then the following year, he came back and hit you know, 45 home runs or whatever it was. I, I just was trying to come to terms with Bryce's power not really returning. Um, I said I would have been happy if he got to 15 home runs a couple months ago. He's now at 20 with a chance to get a couple more. Uh, he talked about it after the game on Saturday. He was like, you know, I'm really, really happy uh, that I was able to get to 20 considering, you know, the, the rehab and process I was coming off of. Uh, so that that's that 
you know, there's a lot going on here in a positive way. Kimbrel's one of the negative kind of trends, but uh, Bryce Harper's power returning to me is an absolute game changer for this franchise because he might be the most clutch hitter in Major League Baseball. And now you're putting that that big game potential, you know, home run on the table for them. Yeah, uh, that's really exciting. Well, it makes it even more interesting for all of us that paid attention this past weekend. Uh, 20 home runs, 70 RBIs, 70-20, which is a number that we've seen um, this past weekend in a different way. Oh, God. <laughs> Miami Dolphins, I'm looking at you. I, I, Denver, I'm looking at you. I made the worst bet of my life <laughs> yesterday, and I took the Denver Broncos. No, you did not. I did. Why? Because I'm an idiot. Wow, that was like not even close to yeah, being right. Yeah, I was, I was thinking was very far well, off. It was, About, that's fifty points that off. That was better to me than losing <laughs> one like at the last minute. You know what I mean? So I was just like, ah, this is a what a loser who bets on the Broncos. <laughs> I put my feet up. I started laughing at myself. Poured another glass of wine. Um, so that, yeah, that was an absolute beatdown. Uh, Yikes! <laughs> I cannot believe that you. Yeah. Uh, well, I had Raheem Mozart in um, one of my fantasy leagues, so that was pretty cool. Okay. Yeah. There you go. <laughs> nice little forty-five um, point performance out of him. I, 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 I mean, honestly, I can't believe that we even saw a game like that. But I love the fact that Mike McDaniel used to be the water boy for the Broncos um, yeah, yeah, yeah. early on his career. Didn't even give and him then, that interview. Nope. And when, then turned around and put up seventy. And honestly, I saw the stat. It was like not to get football. We'll switch back in a moment. But it was the first time that's happened since like 1966 and it was the the second highest yeah, 72 time 72 is the record yeah right? 72 yeah. is the highest for a team in a game so 70 20 is the number that Bryce saw, Harper and, and the, the Dolphins number that Bryce Harper. there you go so you know what what I'm saying is great this this is a sign of great things to come even yeah. more to have so, 70 20 in your stat so he had line three RBI Saturday night which is awesome but he now has 15 home runs in his last 44 games that's an even better number that is really <laughs> encouraging for the players because we all know Bedlam at the Bank and and those shore bombs in San Diego last year. That kind, those those are the and Reese's home runs. Like the home runs are the things you look back on as you know this could really change. Like one home run in a postseason can kind of change everything. Mm -hmm. um, and now that Bryce has that power back, it's it's really really encouraging to see. And then Bohm followed up, you know, his Friday night performance with another dinger. Um, so that was great to see. And, and Castiano stayed hot. So these guys are uh, at yeah. the plate. They're they're all executing right now. It's it's really, really good to see with only a week left on the year. It was. Uh, and honestly, the hitting is something hitting in the bullpen have been the two major question marks that we've talked about all season. And in the last weeks, we haven't had a t anything really negative to say on the hitting side but this team is a home run team and they, yeah, they can they knock are. balls out of the out of the ballpark but then on the other side uh zach wheeler we love to see the way that zach wheeler has been has been pitching um and also what we like about the fact that the games got played more importantly is that the rotation doesn't get impacted so now zach wheeler able to play thursday uh we'll get the start and then come postseason time we'll be able to start game one so not only has zach wheeler been rounding out the bullpen uh continuing to be one of the strongest pitchers for the phillies but also um four no on his last six starts and able to keep those starts in line with the postseason so it's great to see not only game wise are the are the Phillies getting it done but the rotations are working out that come postseason come around October from game one we are we're sitting in a really good spot for sure yeah so. wheelers look like an ace and oh, yeah. you know that's really important especially with Nola it's just you know you never know what you're gonna get there <laughs> well, uh, so Wheeler oh, you yeah. know as you said you know four in his last six uh, that's that's a, another positive. There's way more positive trends right now than with the Phillies than there are negative ones. And to me, we talked about it over these you know past two weeks. Jose Alvarado has mm -hmm. been spectacular lately he's yeah. got swing and miss stuff back uh you know the il trip really kind of derailed him a little bit this year uh he pitched a perfect ninth inning on, on saturday night um and he's been, what one thing i'm going to be paying attention to in this final week is the save situations it seems to yeah. me as though alvarado's getting more of a chance lately than ever uh and some of the numbers on him i'll find them in my notes here uh, but he's been he it's a career. I think he's 10 out of 12 save opportunities. I believe it's his career high for save opportunities. Yep. Uh, here it is yesterday. He had the 
perfect ninth, uh, two saves in as many appearances since Friday, and has recorded three saves and one hold in his last four appearances since the 15th. Uh, in those 14 appearances since coming off the IL, uh, five holds, his ERA is at 2.7, only allowed nine hits, nine walks, 21 strikeouts. Uh, and, you know, he's dominating left-handed batters, and he's throwing gas. According to StatCast, I believe he is in the 98th percentile of average fastball velocity. His average fastball is almost 99 miles an hour. Um, So you finally see he's fully healthy again, and he looks spectacular. I don't know what Rob Thompson's going to do. I don't think you – I don't think they're not going to give Craig Kimbrell a Hall of Famer not, they're going to give him the save opportunities come playoff time. But this is kind of like the Sanchez and Walker. Like, they're, they're going in different directions. Yep. Alvarado is soaring right now, and, Krimble, and Kimbrell is uh, struggling a little bit. Uh, so it'll be interesting to see what they do, but I have to think Rob Thompson's probably going to stick with Kimbrell. Yeah, yeah. Um, I wanted to just jump back into Zach Wheeler really quickly. Um, and I actually just share the fact that he not only are we seeing for a bright spot that the rotation stays the same, but another bright spot is uh, Wheeler and the team are in a whole different spot, obviously, than last year, not having to worry about. I mean, it came down to the to the end for clinching a, a wild card spot last year. But for Wheeler working back from he- from an injury last year versus now being healthy, being in full form. And the numbers that I saw was that he's uh, seven and five with a four. 4.46 ERA when he's coming off of five or more days of rest. So it's really important to keep him going because when he has four days or less, he's five and one with a 1.86 ERA, which is a huge difference than a 4.46 ERA. So yeah. Zach Wheeler in rotation, Jose Alvarado, the closer, just has been the numbers as you just read, um, career high. So as uh, somebody was talking, a couple people, I know Imposter Tim, you were saying it before you said the Braves can go take a dump, which I love that comment. Um, you were saying how it's just it is hard to find a a negative thing to say right now the stats are spectacular John I agree with you they're real they're spectacular who would have (laughs) thought that we'd be having these numbers and talking about you know just how much the bullpen has been a positive and consistently a positive and unfortunately uh, uh, on the other side of that is Craig Kimbrell who's not only struggling um, we saw Craig blow the save Friday it was the first um that that he's blown since August 30th but it also was has continued to be an issue for the pitch clock and for his lack of awareness with stolen bases and for Craig Kimbrell to come out and I saw a nice piece that Alex Coffey put together um that nice but it was unfortunately very eye-opening for Craig Kimbrell because as we're talking about how great the bullpen's been Craig Kimbrell comes out and says like I'm aware that I'm moving slow on the pitch clock but that's just really how I it's 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 okay that's how I I'm just going to take my time because it's better for me to slow down and maybe the pitch clock runs out but I'm taking my time and getting a better pitch and the hard part is we have pitchers in the bullpen that don't have these issues Craig Kimbrell they're not blowing saves they're getting their pitch in time they're getting better numbers they're not having so many stolen bases happen so it was a weird take because it's kind of like just own up to the fact you're taking too long and you're you're having these errors that are that can that can cost the team in a big moment, Craig. So you need to fix it because right now, if you, in my opinion, fix it or, or have a seat. Yeah, um, I'd much rather him pay attention to the base stealers than worry about the pitch clock. I can kind of live with the pitch clock a little bit. I know that obviously in a perfect world you want both yeah, of these things. Yeah, ideally. Nipped. But like the the base stealing to me come postseason is a way bigger deal than the pitch clock violations. Um, We'll see what happens there. Um, But, you know, Tyler, I got a cough here. (laughs) (laughs) He zoomed it on you. (laughs) We get a nice close-up of Jamie coughing. Jamie is losing it because we have so many positive things to say. It's like your mind gets me very, very close. (laughs) It just gets you so excited. Phillies make me emotional. (laughs) Oh, yeah, Phillies. Uh, Um, But no. It's (laughs) slow right now. (laughs) 
All right, I'm gonna take another sip. This is uh, really go ahead and, and take take your time. We'll we'll let we'll let Jamie um, uh, get it together so he doesn't die here on us. God. But in the chat, you guys are are absolutely right in what you're saying. Positive energy. Um, I, who started drinking already besides coffee? <laughs> Mopers yeah. asking who started drinking. We're not talking about coffee. I think you're talking about some beer and things. <laughs> After um, my Sunday it's performance, never too early. gonna take take the day <laughs> off. <laughs> it's never too early. We do have to get into Orion and, and let's talk Orion and Aaron Nola. But first, um, as we're talking about gear, there's another spot you can always purchase some great gear, and that's FOCO. FOCO's got oh. you covered. Apparel, merchandise, collectibles, bobbleheads, you name it, FOCO's got it. You can check them out using the code PHLY. They got the uh, Hot Phillies overalls. I saw somebody on they, social media this weekend. They've with got them. Hot Philly overalls. Yeah. Whatever it is, bracelets, overalls, you name it, FOCO's got it. So for the code PHLY, you get 10% off. Get that discount so you can rock some great merch heading into Red October and be able to um, cheer on your team. So get that man some Tussin. Robitussin yeah. is in order from John Dickerson. I agree. I think he needs a tea and some Robitussin for sure. Because it is red October. The weather's getting cooler. Um, it's time to bring out pants. You know what probably would help, Jamie, if you start wearing uh, shoes and pants instead no, of flip-flops and shorts? Not yet. Uh, there we go. Like, we're in totally different. I've got all my, my fuzzy shoes oh, today. God, no. Like, no, some no. fur. My, my, like, Ugg, fake Ugg shoes. As the great and, Antonio uh, Banderas would say. Flippy flops. Not yet. Not yet. Not it yet. is time. Well, um, that's why your immune system sucks right now. Between the kids. <laughs> no, it's, it's more the uh, children I'm gonna being blame back it on, at school. I'm going to blame it on the shorts, immune not the kids. Immune system is strong. But let's talk about the bullpen a little bit more because we've got story of the weekend the big story and it, it's a shame it happened friday right after our show finished that the news broke that 11 30 a.m richard orion kinkering got the call he's been wow you went birth up. name Oh, yeah. Full I love name. the fact that his whole family go, is Richard blank Kinkering, but they go by their middle names. That's such a sweet story. You've got Richard Orion, his dad, who we definitely saw plenty of, Richard Todd, his grandpa, Richard John. I'm, I'm thinking about doing that with my kids. It's going to be Renee blank, whatever my last name is, <laughs> uh, moving forward after Orion. Now, Orion is, for anybody that's a science fan like myself, it is a constellation. And it's very cool when you think about the fact that Orion is named after the hunter in Greek mythology. I did some digging. Wow, because I already, you, you I went down a rabbit this. hole, huh? I went down a rabbit hole. I already knew this, but I wanted to make sure I was correct. I don't want to give you guys false information. No. So Orion is actually a constellation, but not only is it a constellation of a Greek um, hunter. So when you think about a hunter, they've got like a sword and all this stuff, but it's also got two of the 10 brightest stars. Mm that you can see at night. Now, one of the things that makes this so cool is it's also um, one of the closest and most stellar constellations in like the Milky Way. We can go down a whole rabbit hole, but what I thought was the coolest when you talk about the brightest stars and shining bright like Orion, we saw Orion shine pretty bright in his debut with the Phillies. Um, so for Orion to be able to come out, get the call up, and in a six month span, um, has moved from team to team to team. It was it's 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 remarkable to see how he's been how he's been called up, but also his story, his dad, and the numbers to get two strikeouts, both on sliders, um, twelve pitches, ten sliders, and the slider is really what's got him here because it's got one of the best in the game. And what were your thoughts on Orion and his debut? Yeah, I was actually texting with uh, Vince Pellegrini here. Uh, I think somebody was cutting onions in my living room when they were showing the, <laughs> you know, the family getting choked up there. It was uh, it was pretty awesome. I mean, it was elite stuff. You could see right away with that slider that he's got. Uh, and, you know, you don't have to take my word for it. You can take JT Real Muto's word for it. Yeah. Because uh, he's he's pretty good at the, uh, the catcher position. Uh, he said, I don't know if they classify that as a sweeper or not because it's thrown so hard. But it has that type of movement and that type of horizontal break. But it's at 88 miles an hour. It's one of the more unique sliders I've seen in this game. Mm -hmm. That is high praise right there. Captain um, Kirk, and, for sure. and you saw it. You know, subscribe to Rich Hoffman's daily newsletter. It's awesome. And I was reading Rich's newsletter this morning, uh, and he was just talking about how it was consistently clocking in at 88, 89 miles an hour for a pitch with that type of movement to be thrown that hard. Uh, I mean, that's going to give batters fits. Uh, he got two strikeouts there. It's going to be fun to watch this kid. And the mm -hmm. other point that Rich raised was 
sometimes, and I saw somebody in the chat earlier, and forgive me, I, I forget who it was, said, you know, is he going to be on the 40 man for the playoffs? You bet your ass he is. Yeah. Uh, because if, you, if <laughs> you're going to ask me if I want to see Orion or, or Soto, yeah, the, the answer is pretty yeah. easy. I want to see Orion. Um, so, you know, Rich in the newsletter compared it to kind of David Price in 2008, who came up for the Rays but didn't come up as a starter, came up in the pen that postseason uh, and was a hard-throwing, uh, you know, kid that probably didn't realize, you know, was too young and naive for the big moment and just came out and pitched great until he ran into the Phillies. Uh, and maybe Orion can be that kind of young catalyst for the bullpen uh, and you can lose some dead weight in Soto there. For, so for yeah. me, really exciting to see this kid. Uh, and then he throws, you know, 98 to 100 on top oh of it. Oh, my gosh. Uh, he's got filth. And, you know, he, he went through the ranks this year. Uh, it's, it's rarely done uh, to go low A, high A, double A, triple A, and mm -hmm. the major league roster all in one year. Uh, the last person to do it... Uh, was Jose Contreras, who was a 31-year-old rookie. Yeah. Um, this kid's different. And if you're, you know, like our producer, Tyler Zuli, uh, if you're a seam head that loves baseball and loves pitching, you should follow this account, Rob Friedman, the Pitching mm -hmm. Ninja. Uh, and he always does great videos and stuff of pitchers breaking stuff. Uh, and he's in love with Orion. He said he's the whole constellation. Yeah. He's not a star. <laughs> it's not uh, just Orion's belt or nasty. star. This, yeah. kid, this kid's got something, <laughs> and he should be a staple of this bullpen uh, for years to come. Yeah, yeah. My apologies to Kirkering. I keep saying Kinkering. But um, Captain Kirk, I mean, the, the the historic things that he's doing right now in just that one game um, – when he gets the opportunity in the postseason, because it's absolutely set up with Reese Hoskins, and I'll, I'll get into the logistics, and we can get into that in just a bit mo more. Um, he will be the first pitcher to wear a Phillies uniform to make a debut in September and wow. then pitch in the playoffs since 1980. And guess who? Marty Bystrom was the was the first to do that, and then also the first to get called up one year after getting drafted for the Phillies. That's wild. Fifth-round pick. Aaron Nola yeah. um, as a fifth-round pick. And as you talk about that journey... It's remarkable. Single A, Clearwater's where he started out, struck out 18 and walked um, one in 10 and third, scoreless innings in his nine appearances. Then from single A, Clearwater goes to high A, Jersey Shore, then to double A, Redding, then to triple A, Lehigh Valley. That was just on September 18th, played one game and Dude. ends up after, after playing with the Iron Pigs for a very short time um, in less than six months of movement is now with the Phillies and comes into this game and just shows us why he's one of the best. And we've talked about the bullpen and, and changes and adjustments and what's the order going to look like. Well, here comes Captain Kirk um, with Orion's, as you mentioned, the whole constellation. Shine bright like Orion is wow. going to be like my new thing. And Tyler Zuli is in the <laughs> chat exposing his baseball nerddom here. And he says that he could give you that Brandon Ooh. Finnegan 2014 Royals type of boost if the stuff is right. Um, Tyler, that is some deep level of baseball nerddom right there by you. I, I, me and Rich Hoffman, we went surface level. David Price, uh, you're going real deep with Brandon David Finnegan. Price. And Mopar, you know, look, we understand the kid hasn't do, done anything. Uh, but the thing I, I look agree. for with rookies when they make their debut is, do they look like they belong immediately? Bingo. And that's it. Like, just like, are, uh, do they look like they're a pro from the start. Uh, and yes, this kid hasn't done anything. He's pitched one inning of baseball. He did get two strikeouts, but his stuff is electric. And when you hear a vet like JT Romuto talk mm -hmm. about that type of 88 mile an hour movement on a pitch, that's something to be excited about. So that's all it is. We're not saying yeah. he's the, he's sealing the World Series Mopar. We're just saying <laughs> that kid looks like he's got nasty stuff. And this is this is kind of unprecedented for the Phillies. Like you just said, like this yeah, hasn't been done happen. before. The last time was Jose Contreras as a 31 year old. It's rare to see a kid do what he just did. He won the Paul Owens award for the best pitcher in the minor league mm -hmm. system. Uh, he went through the ranks and excelled at every level. So they're just, this is really encouraging because the Phillies historically um, have kind of been their own worst enemy in the way they treated minor leaguers and there was always such a fear of bringing them up and then they went the kingery route and that was weird uh they paid them before he even played and it's just like all right try something and yeah. they're trying something now and it's uh you know john middleton in this 
kind of new era of ownership group um, and in this new front office with Dombrowski and everything, they're not afraid to try stuff anymore and they're not afraid to yep. call kids up. Um, so it's really encouraging to see. And, and I hope this kid thrives in the playoffs because what a great story from the weekend. And that's that's exactly it. We have talked about for, for Rob Thompson, for the Phillies as a whole, that we want to see them make adjustments. It's OK if, you know, maybe Soto's not pitching as well or Craig Kimbrell's not pitching as well. And you have to make an adjustment. I don't want to see Soto in the but playoffs. Make it <laughs> make the adjustment. And this is encouraging that we actually see them making a, an adjustment, trying something out. This is a great time to do it. You've got six games left in the in the remainder of the regular season. It's two series that you should win. And to be able to try out to see how is Orion going to step into the mix. And like you mentioned, it's not just about the stats, but also about how can he perform at the highest level. I mean, when you look at he looks all like he of, belongs. All of the games, all the levels, single A all the way through triple A, it's completely different. When you go to a Lehigh Valley Iron Pigs game and, and no knock on them, it's not the same as what you're going to get at Citizens Bank Park. It's just not the same atmosphere. And I like that Rob Thompson was saying that's something that jumped out at him is that, you know, we talked to him about the adjustment going in front of, you know, way more fans, a louder environment, and he liked the fact that he had that composure, and that's what stood out to me. He wasn't shaking. He mentioned he was nervous, but he said once he heard the cheers, Orion was like, I was good. I settled in once I heard the cheers. He was shaken, not stirred, mm. um, very much just calm, cool, and collected, stuck to what he does best, showed us a little teaser of what he does best. And yes, although it was just one inning, it gives us something hopeful that he can come in and really help round out the postseason roster because, as you talk about, he is eligible for the postseason. Yeah. Because he was in the Phillies organization before August 31st, even though he wasn't on the 40-man roster before that date, he can be a postseason replacement with Reese Hoskins not able, if he's unable to play in that first round, which we don't expect him to be back for the no, wild card round. That one. He will not. Science and there it is. He will not be back for that round. If Reese Hoskins returns, it'd be later on in the postseason. So it does give Captain Kirk the ability to come in and play in the postseason, which is exciting to see with how he can add to the bullpen. I um, I cannot wait. I, I really hope they win the first round because John Blaze, every time I see your, your stupid Atlanta Braves thing <laughs> pop up in the chat. I, You're I, so I, triggered. I, I, I'm so ready for that series because I just think the Phillies are playing. We have so much going right right now. They couldn't be, you know, pulling it all together at a better time. And, yes, I understand Part of it is the Mets and Pirates and Mets to end the year. But you just did it against the Braves. And, and everybody offensively is kind of rounding into form. And it was such a long decade here without playoff baseball. To have it now two years in a row like this yeah. and, and our man Vince saying, you know, they're the anti-Sixers. They step up when it comes playoff time. I, I kind of feel like they do. Like this team and that clubhouse and their likability uh, and just – you know, they do seem extremely tight knit. Mm -hmm. uh, and I just think that is a great recipe for playoff success here. Um, so, you know, it's a really exciting time in Phillies land. I cannot wait. We're not that far away. I mean, I we know. were talking playoff I schedule um, because we have to get ready for next week uh, the other day. And I was like, wow, this is really close. I cannot wait to uh, to see the bunting flag uh, <laughs> all over the field at, at Citizens Bank Park. And again, the magic number for home games is two. Utah, give me two. Magic number to get in the playoffs is just one, uh, but two for home field at Citizens Bank Park. Uh, so they'll be back in action tomorrow. They can clinch uh, the playoff berth, and hopefully they just keep this winning streak rolling and can clinch home field uh, on Wednesday here. Yeah, yeah. Um, I mean, look, it's it makes it that much more exciting to see just how the, the roster's rounding out, how we're consistently getting um, the bullpens coming together. Michael Lorenzen, another one who per he had a, a perfect ninth to, to earn the save, um, becomes the 10th pitcher to throw an individual no-hitter and record a save in the same season since saves became an official stat back in 1969. And that's Pretty wild. according to an Elias Sports Bureau. So, look, there's a lot of history being made here, a lot of stats that we're seeing, a lot of firsts since, and this is the second time since. Yeah. Um, that in itself is is great to be able to have the the improvements from the team that they're finding ways to get wins and and even in a crappy weather weekend 
the games get played. Those are the types of games that could honestly go anyway. We saw the wind carrying the ball. We know how the, the mist was impacting things, but the Phillies still were able to grind out a win. Yeah. So lots, lots there to be encouraged by. Yeah, they did it in several different ways, like you're kind of saying, like, and that to, is a great thing to see because, you know, the Mets were playing pretty well coming into this series. They had won six of their last ten, mm-hmm. uh, and they did it off of a blown save where they got a bloop single. They did it with right. home runs. They did it with some pitching. They did it with some bullpen. It was just like total team efforts this weekend. Uh, and much like the team efforts you get from DraftKings Sportsbook. Uh, we're back. Um. And don't be an idiot like me and bet <laughs> on the Denver Broncos. They're not good at football. I don't know why I had that idea yesterday. I got too cute. Uh, but DraftKings Sportsbook is keeping you in the NFL with action every week and great offers every single game day. There's two games tonight. I think the birds are going to roll. The, to me, this was just kind of a Joe Public weekend where the favorites uh, steamrolled their way through. It. So I'm going to roll with the birds tonight. Uh, I don't give a damn about Baker Mayfield. Uh, but new no. customers can bet $5 and get $200 instantly in bonus bets. Throw five down on any of this week's epic matchups and walk away an instant winner. And it's not just for new customers it's for all customers because you can take advantage of two new offers every game day this september football's more fun when you're in on the action unless you bet the broncos because they suck so download the app now and sign up using code phly new customers can bet five dollars and get 200 instantly in bonus bets only on DraftKings sportsbook an official sports betting partner of the nfl with code phly the crown is yours <sighs> Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Visit www.1800gambler.net. In New York, call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-7777 or visit ccp.org. Please play responsibly. On behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort Licensee Partner, Golden Nugget, Lake Charles, 21 plus, age varies by jurisdiction, void in Ontario, see sportsbook.draftkings.com slash football terms for eligibility terms and responsible gaming resources. Bonus bets expire seven days after issuance. Eligibility and deposit restrictions apply. I'm just kidding. I didn't tie you. I forgot to start the clock. That's all right. I, I, I was ready for that double dot ready. that time. The double uh, dot didn't get you this time. See you, um, Mopar. Yes. Go birds. Later, Mopar. Um, yeah, we have... Uh, look... I don't even know where to where to get into next. We have a little less than 15 minutes remaining in the show. This hour just flies by so fast, guys. Times time just flies when you're having fun, of course. Um, we've we've got Aaron Nola with a chance, uh, a, a huge chance to finish out the regular season while yeah. on the right track, maybe. Kind of fitting that he's on the mound with the the magic number being one. Um, I don't think anybody's really worried about them making the playoffs, but it would be nice to see Aaron Nola take the ball and get it done and just do it, you know, first chance they have at it. Uh, just get her, get her done. Get her um, done. So, so hopefully <laughs> Nola, you know, tomorrow night can, can you know, take the bull by the horns and clinch a playoff berth. And, you know, Rob Thompson talked about it. He was like, you know, you know, and some of the players yesterday were like, yeah, you know, you talk all season about making the playoffs and that's the goal. And now we're on the doorstep. And Rob said, you know, you do have to take time and celebrate. And this, it is hard to make mm-hmm. the playoffs. Um, so everything that comes out of that locker room, they seem to have the, their heads screwed on right. Uh, you do take a moment. You celebrate it because it's a long ass season. Um, so it, it should be yeah. pretty fun tomorrow night for them. And I'd, I personally would like to see Aaron Nola get it done because, you know, he's he's so important to this team and such a polarizing figure for whatever reason. Um, it would be nice to not have. I don't like going through Aaron Nola sucks Twitter games. Oh, you know what I, I mean? Know. Like I don't. In, uh, I, it's true he does suck sometimes, uh, especially this year. But I don't. I don't like it because everybody just starts piling on the dude, and he's critical to this Phillies World Series run. And this might be, you know, the last games we see him in a Phillies uniform. So you know, magic number him on the hill tomorrow. Go get her done. Get her done. Um, yeah, it is, and it's. It, it's interesting because in our Friday, in my Friday show for the Union podcast with our guest Ali Bedoya, uh, captain and midfielder from the Philadelphia Union, he was talking about how after they clinched the playoff spot, they kind of had that same moment too, bless you, Tyler, where they were kind of like, well, we 
we expected this, but we still have to be excited about this. And I think for all Philly sports teams, minus the Flyers, the playoffs, is, that's not where the bar is. You know, we expect that all of our Philly teams are going to clinch a playoff spot. And the, 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 the bar is at winning championships, winning, you know, winning your division, winning your the East, winning your championships. But it's not the playoffs. So it is great every once in a while to take a step back and be reminded that there was a time that the playoffs were not happening in Philly for a lot of our teams. And now we can sit up and just be, you know, looking past that as a milestone. But the Phillies should clinch. They will clinch tonight. Uh, they have off tomorrow. It's nice. Back the, into the last two Eagles primetime games, the Phillies have been off. They didn't want us. They didn't want us doing the two screens. They just want the yes, focus on them. So absolutely. Great, uh, great job by the scheduling gods definitely, there. Definitely. Well, exactly that. Thank you, Spiral, for joining us on Friday and also for the kind words. Appreciate that. And I love that people are saying they wish the show was longer. I wish show, I wish it was a little bit longer, too. But an hour is all you get for now. Um, but uh, John Dick. I have not tried the Wagyu <laughs> beef jerky yet. Um, I assumed it would be really expensive. We are uh, a beef jerky house. I, I was going to ask that, actually. Yeah, it's like Addie, you read my, my mind. Addie, my wife, is a big beef jerky fan. And any road trip we take, that's I'm usually um, gummy bears and beef jerky bag. Those are like my two staples. I like to throw a Pringles in because the, mm. the tube fits well in the car. You can kind of stash okay. it places. So I would say those are like the three top road trips. So I will have, I know the Phillies are all, all big on this Wagyu beef jerky. <laughs> uh, I will have to try some, but I have not ordered it yet. Okay. But very pro jerky. So just want that to be clear. Love, love me some jerky. Okay. Okay. I'm, I'm a, I'm a Are big jerky, jerky fan. I'm a, I'm <laughs> <laughs> that sounded, yeah. I'm a jerky fan. <laughs> I didn't mean it to sound like that. Tyler, You're pro jerky. Jerk. You're a jerk. Pro jerky. All I know. right. We're You're officially a, jerk. a jerky jerk. show. We will have to get some Wagyu beef jerky for the playoffs and hopefully, you know, yeah, like the team. On that. Yeah. And, and the exciting thing is as we get into the playoffs, I know people have asked on Twitter. I know you guys have talked about it in the chat around the show. Um, those that are subscribing and tuning in across podcast platforms. It's been a question of, you know, what's the playoff schedule going to look like? Just to remind you, not only are you going to get more shows, so if you're complaining you want more than an hour, don't worry, we've got you covered, <laughs> because come playoff time, which is just around the corner, according to the clock and Mother Nature, we are in, almost at Red October, you're going to get to tune in. We're going to have live pregame shows and postgame shows for every single playoff Oof. game. Let me say that louder for the people in the back. A post-game show and a pre-game show, a pre-game show, and then the post-game show for every single game in Red October. So as the Phillies are going to be ro rolling through the playoffs, we're going to be rolling through shows with giving you lots and lots of content that you'll be able to tune in live. And hopefully and eating lots these, of uh, celebration these jerky conversations. here. Yes, we'll have plenty of celebrations to get into. There's plenty of games. And if you're looking to find a spot to buy tickets to your games or concerts, oh. you can head on over to the Game Time app. The Game Time. <laughs> Map has you covered, or you can use that code PHOY, get $20 off of your purchase, and be able to find tickets to whatever it is that you are looking to attend in person. Now, games are winding down for the regular season, but the real season is beginning. The offense is clicking, the bullpen is coming together and rounding out nicely. We've got beef jerky, mm -hmm. we've got lots, we've got a break today to go cheer on the Eagles. We've got a constellation in the bullpen. We've got a for constellation, and the stars are aligning. <laughs> Yeah. For just, the Phillies. It's just good vibes <laughs> all around. I mean, what else, what else can we even talk about? Oh, maybe the magic number in the playoff picture. Let's take a look at that. It's been a little while since yeah, we Yeah, and currently I think the Diamondbacks and Yankees, uh, somebody in the chat is saying, are all tied up at three here. Uh, but, yeah, like we said, it's two to get the home field uh, games at Citizens Bank Park in the first round. It does look like you're pretty much on a pretty tight collision course here. Uh, Arizona and Cubs are, are, you know, going back and forth a little bit. If I had to guess right now, you're going to face the Diamondbacks in round one. And if you're lucky enough to win that, you'll be heading down to Atlanta. Uh, and then the Cubs will probably draw the Brewers in round one. Uh, and the winner of that series, the way it looks right now, will be taking on the Dodgers in L.A. Yeah. Uh, Phillies, I would rather take on the Dodgers than the Braves, to be honest. But... The Phillies are not af afraid of the Braves at no. all. So, you know, they're a nasty team. They're loaded. We've gone through the numbers on the Braves a couple times, and, and you know, I hate them. Um, but yeah. Yeah, it does look like uh, Arizona and Phillies, if all stays well here, are uh, going to face each other next week, starting October 3rd, I believe. 3rd, yeah. 4th, and 5th will be those games. Uh, so it's going to be here before you know it. 
Yeah, I mean, it is bottom of the seventh. It is tied up three. Three to three Let's with the Diamondbacks and the Yankees. Yanks. So I think it was Patrick Glenn that was saying in the chat, it's weird to say go Yankees. It was yeah. a while back. But yeah, I mean, look, we've we've been cheering for other teams. Uh, at one point, we actually cheered for the Diamondbacks because we didn't want the Cubs to win. And now look at the Cubs. I'd rather play the Cubs but, than the Diamondbacks if I had yeah. my choice. Because Arizona's well, pesky. They're young. Say, Corbin Carroll. I actually agree with awesome. you, John Blaze, on that one. Um, yeah, they're they are a young, fast team. It is a, it's a tough matchup. But look. I, I always will say it doesn't matter. Come postseason time, whoever whoever you face, you face. Just be the better team one day to, one game at a time. But also just um, it's been it's been great to see that we haven't needed as much help. Like I know at one point we were like we we want this team to win or that team to help us out. Yes, we could use the help, but the Phillies are most importantly taking care of their own business. Yeah, Bum getting said it done on the Saturday field. night. He was like, yeah, it is kind of like scoreboard watching season, but he's like the nice thing with us is we control our own destiny. Bingo. So he's like unlike we, other teams. Yeah, he's like we just have to go out and perform and then, you know, uh, I, I yesterday in the locker room they had the <laughs> NFL games on during the delay and well, they were scheduled delay, I yes. guess I should say. Uh, but apparently everybody was paying attention the most to the Brewers game on the TV. Um, so, you know, they're, they're watching, they're paying attention. But yep. as you said, they're the boss. They and control like, it. Like you said, spiral out. We wonder what they're talking about in Atlanta. In their in their chat of their live show, John Blaze. Oh, they don't have a show like <laughs> PHLY. But look, this is the only spot you're going to get the pre and post. Well, not the only spot, but a spot to get pre and post game shows. You get our own unique songs. Mm. Uh, it's been kind of cool to see the, the way it's blown up. Not the way I thought my music career was going to debut. Is that, I'm feeling is that like what you're Orion right now. You're using us as a platform <laughs> to, to your music career? I'm in career. my Orion bag right now <laughs> where I'm making my debut and I'm, I'm shining bright in my debut apparently with my music career too because uh, yeah, it's, it's, it's cause for some requests. And basically, if this doesn't work out, I'm out of here. I'm going to yeah. go become a performer and uh, get my SoundCloud link out there, and yeah. you'll see me there. So. I mean, hell, Pink was just in town, and tickets were going for like 700 bucks. Yeah, so it's good I money, mean, Renee. Go get that bag. Uh, hey, I'm at – go get that bag. <laughs> there it is. Um, yeah, it's it's great to see that. So we, we're going to continue to have fun here. I know tomorrow we'll get into some more specifics around just pre previewing the matchup against Pittsburgh, the series ahead, um, and also – Got to keep looking at all the positives. The offense, there's some great numbers that we haven't yeah, had a chance to Yeah, we'll dive more today. into that tomorrow. That we'll definitely have to break down way, tomorrow. I'll just say this. Way better than I realized yeah. watching them nightly. Like, they're putting mm -hmm. up some numbers historically for them that I went, wow, I was kind of, like, unaware yeah. of how good this offense actually is. Uh, real quick, as we're closing out the show, Renee, it is an Eagles game day. Woo -woo! Gotta mention them. Eagles at the Bucks tonight. I think they're going to finally put it together and look like a elite offense again. I think tonight's the night they bust out. Um, I like the Eagles tonight, <laughs> and uh, I'll be doing the pregame show with yes. Bo Wolf sure and Zach in. Berman. We'll be on around 6.30, and then immediately after the game for an hour. So looking forward to that. I think the Eagles are going to be 3-0 and after the Cowboys. 12-and-a-half-point <laughs> <laughs> uh, favorites lose yesterday. <laughs> uh, the Commanders the lost, and the Giants <laughs> suck. So you could be the only NLE or NFC East team uh, to get a W this weekend and that would be quite nice because the cowboys they in fact suck they do um and it would be nice alex if my music career does not plan out if i don't become a 12-time grammy winner i can always go date a player thank you alex i appreciate that <laughs> <laughs> but look it is it, in my opinion, today's game is just another chance for the Eagles to show why they're a top team in the league. A lot of people are continuously trying to pick at the first two games. It's so early in it's the season. It is the preseason, essentially. And I always say that I don't ever take for, – for the NBA, it's games before the Christmas break. For the NFL, it's these early – definitely August games – um, excuse me, early September games are like August games. It's it's just a matter of you just want to get a result, get a win, and then you're going to continue to round things out, especially with two new coordinators. It's a, it's a lot of change and a lot of new, and it's a, a lot coming together. But the Eagles are going to continue to show why they're a top team in the league, and they're absolutely going to win today. And we're going to continue to be able to laugh about those cowgirls and did Dak. You, did you see your, oh. uh, former Eagle Kazir White? He uh, he had a great game for the Cardinals yesterday in, in their win over the Cowboys. But he, he was in Dak's face, and he was pointing at him, and he goes, you're a bum. 
And I was like, that guy is forever Philadelphia. That's Not awesome. Philly. You're absolutely. a bum. <laughs> love it. Um, yes, absolutely. So we love a lot of things right now. If you are loving this shirt, for those of you that have joined it and missed what I was saying earlier, you can become a diehard and actually get this shirt for free. As you see on the left, it is the one that I'm wearing in the blue. For anybody that's unsure about the color, it is a light blue. Um, it's, it's the the powder blue but then also there's other shirts there you can check out as well you can also purchase any of our merchandise online that we've got and as always you can be sure to tune in to follow our show across everything podcast platforms youtube we've got five days a week we're bringing you shows plus other content that you're going to be getting as we get into red october so it only goes up from here for all of us in, in philly for all of our teams especially so thank you guys so much for tuning in to another edition it's always a fun time when we can talk victories and positives and the bullpen doing well we're hitting we're scoring runs it's always sunny in philadelphia when we're winning yeah <laughs> have a great rest of your monday go eagles Go Phillies tomorrow. Go we'll be back tomorrow with a show just previewing the Philly series, and we'll see you back for all that excitement to preview the matchup. So have a good one. We'll see you back here for more on PHLY Phillies podcast.